everybody. Yeah. Jamesy Poo, James Danger, your fearless leader. In the time of danger, I'm here. You can rest easy. I didn't die. I'm still alive. I know I didn't do a show last week, but uh, I've been pretty busy with more important things. And you know what? I'm not going to apologize to you for two reasons. Number one, you don't deserve it because I don't owe you anything. All right? I, I do this out of the, the goodness of my own kind heart. So don't get too used to it. All right? You're like the girl on the side. If I call you, great. We'll have, we'll have fun. We'll hang out. You'll have a great time. I'll probably have a good time. I'll get what I want from you and then, you know, and I'll be on my way. I may or may not call you back. Don't you sit home with tears <laughs> running down your face to your pillow. Just save it. You know why? Because I'm not the one for you. Right? I'm, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> no, you're not, James. Oh, Christ. Oh. Uh. James, how come you always have that reaction every time I say something at the start of the show? Because every start of the show, I hope you're not going to be here. And then, lo and behold, you pop in. But James, I just... I, I do it for you. I don't, But I don't want you here. I've never told you to come. I've never asked you back. Never. I tell you not to come. And here you are. James, I, I do it for you. Fuck. Bullshit. Bullshit. You enjoy doing this more than I do, I think. Well, yes, James, you're right. But I'll never admit that. Ha! You just did. Oh, shit. James, your keen intellect is far superior to mine. <laughs> I know. You don't got to tell me that. Wait a second. Are you trying to get on my good side? Busted. <laughs> you're such an asshole. James, don't talk like that. Why don't you be positive for once, silly? No. No, you know what your problem is? You think you can change me like every woman thinks they can change their man. James, what are you implying? <laughs> Nothing. Speaking of that, I recently heard this saying. Don't ask me where I heard it. I don't remember. Uh, it's about when it comes to marriage. Every woman, when she gets married, hopes that she can change the man. And every man, when he gets married, hopes the woman will never change. Something like that. <laughs> And uh, it's well known that it's the opposite. The man never changes, but the woman becomes a whole different person. And I got to tell you, I'm speaking from personal experience. All right. Now, look, I, I love my wife. I'm married. I'm happy. I guess by the Pythagorean theorem, you could say I'm happily married. But I, I must tell you that this woman is not the same woman that I married. No, sir. Re. Not at all. And I, I, gotta, I gotta be honest, I feel like I've been cheated. Like, this isn't what I signed up for. But James, yes you did! Because it's till death to your part. Ugh. Fuck. You're right. You know, James. Okay. Relax. You're right. <laughs> nah. Yeah, isn't the old saying, uh, you ch your personality changes every seven years? <laughs> Whatever. I feel like I'm the same dude I was... Like high school? James, that's not a good thing. Yeah, fuck. Maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah, I've been told that by some people that, that I, I uh, met on 
the Facebooks like 10 years later. Like you're just, you nothing has changed since high school. You're just the same as high school or some shit like that. And I was like, wait a second. Are they fucking, are they, are they insulting me or are they complimenting me? Because you could take it, you could take it both ways. One, on the one hand, it's, you're still an immature fuckhead that hasn't grown up. Right. There's that one. Or it's the other way where it's like, wow, it's been 10 years. Life has beat us down a bit. You know, maybe we popped out a couple kids, stress levels kind of high, and you're still got your cool fucking personality. There's no way I'm ever going to know <laughs> what they really meant. Although, I, I hope it's the latter. And that's what I'm going to believe. That's all I got. That's why. That's all I can believe. Uh, whatever. What do you want from me? Anyway, back to the two reasons why I'm not going to apologize to you. First, being the one I already gave, because you don't deserve it. You're like the woman on the side, all right? (laughs) I'll use you when I want, but don't expect anything. This would actually teach you a good lesson. You better appreciate the danger hour now because, hey, any day, it could cease to exist. Wow. What a mindfuck, huh? Imagine your life without danger. Man. (laughs) Whatever. You'll move on. It'll sting just for a second, like pulling a bandaid off, but you'll get over it. The second reason I'm not going to apologize is because it would show weakness, all right? And as a leader, in the hour of danger, I can't compromise my standings with you. Nobody wants a weak leader, right? I'm not going to apologize to you because you will, you will lose respect for me. So uh, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> nah, to be honest, uh, uh, I've been... I've been really, really fucking busy, stressed out. I'm in this training for for work. It's a five-week training thing, and it's like a do-or-die type deal. James, are you, are you trying to say you got a promotion? Uh, technically, I guess it could be if I pass the training. And you can, you can fail out at any time if you don't do A, B, or C correctly. So, uh... Uh, it's kind of rough, but but right now uh, the in-laws, my wife's at work. The in-laws picked up the kids to take them to Nuts Berry Farm. Ooh, we're gonna show your kids that we're better parents than you. <laughs> nah, the grandparents. Well, you can't compete with that shit. The bottom season passes and summertime. They've been taking them out. This was a surprise. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking do a show. I should be studying my my source material. But alas, I can't quit you. (laughs) All right, let's get into the nerdy shit. First and foremost, I've seen a couple movies lately. First one being RoboCop, the new updated version. And I have to admit, I thought this movie was going to be a piece of shit. Everybody shit all over it. I've heard heard really no good things about it. Like, eh, original one's better. I thought it was pretty goddamn cool. If you're an avid listener, I've told you, I mentioned in the past that I really love sci-fi movies that have some crazy cool-ass technology, and this movie has that. It's really fucking cool. I like a lot, I like a lot of aspects about it. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of things I don't like about it, I mean, compared to the original, because it's not an original concept, of course. I'm talking about like the Robocop from 87, I think it's 87, which was, it's still a great movie. Still holds up. Oh, so many quotable lines. For example, OCP runs the cops. 
Thank you for your cooperation. He's a cop killer. Just give me my fucking phone call. All that stuff. There's whole. There's a whole lot more. There's a whole lot more. It's worth it. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it for a long time, I really, really suggest you go back. Fucking buy it on Blu-ray. You will not be disappointed. Anyway, brand new Robocop. I dug it. I thought it was cool. Entertaining as hell. My wife loved it. Uh, Yeah. Solid cast. There's some stupid shit about it, but I think uh, the movie has enough to make up for that. And it's a solid rental. So there you go. <laughs> Danger approved. All right. And next up, when it comes to sci-fi type movies, I just saw at the theater. My wife and I, you know, we've been going to a lot of uh, opening nights recently. A lot of them. I'm, I'm like a giddy schoolboy again when it comes to movies. When they come out, I want to go. I want to rush to the theater and see them. That's right. So uh, this last Friday, we took the kids to the fancy theater with the babies, with the daycare babysitters uh, in there, and I dropped the kids off, and we went to go see Lucy. James, what's what's Lucy? I've never heard of that. Well, Lucy features the one and only ScarJo. James, is that like an application you put on scars for treatment? No. That's Scarlett Johansson. Oh, is that like the Russian painter, James? No. No. You're way off. I think she's Russian. But she's an actress. A lot of guys like her. She might be a little full in the chest area, so I'm told. <laughs> James, that's perverted. Oh, shut up. Yeah, you know who Scarlett Johansson is, dude. Come on. She plays uh, Black Widow in The Avengers. James, I don't watch nerdy movies. I'm above that. Oh, boy. Sorry. Should I look up while I talk to you? Because you're so high above me, you fucking asshole. James, I don't appreciate that language. I don't appreciate you. Anytime you like, the door's right over there. It's fine, James. I'll sit here quietly. Thank you. So, yeah, I saw Lucy. I have to admit to you. I fucking loved it. Yes, look at me throwing love all around. <laughs> I thought it was cool as shit. Let me have a warning. First of all, I will not spoil anything for you. You know that's not my style. I despise people that spoil shit. Unless we're doing a nerd show where that's the whole point of the show. But we, we make you aware of that from the beginning. In this case, I'm not going to tell you anything, no revealing. But... I know a lot of people will not like this movie. <laughs> Peterson, I'm looking at you. <laughs> it's not for everyone. But I thought it was very entertaining. I was entertained the whole time. Super awesome. It's, it's, they have a really cool style to the way they make it. Or they splice in different images. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I'll just say the word cheetah. And uh, you'll know what I mean. That was fucking sick. There's a lot of cool stuff. Very stylistic. Cool concept, um, but yeah, it's not for a lot of people. It's really, it's kind of out there. If you like movies that are a little bit out there, you'll like it. I love movies like that. So it was right up my alley. But there was uh, this group of people that went in the theater. They walked in late. I'm not really one for using the term mouth breathers, but I will in this case because that's just what they were. It was a group of America's finest, all uh, large individuals with their mouth open. And they walked in the front area, and you just hear them. Like, the previews are on, right? The whole thing. Everyone's quiet. The theater is dark. They're coming in. Are these seats taken? All loud. Are they taken? 
That one. Those ones over there. Are they taken? And the people are, are answering them. But they're so thick. You know, they're like, oh. So, yeah, they're taken. Oh, oh, they're taken. Okay. Are those ones taken? They finally find their seats, right? They sit down. I'm not joking. They all sit down. I'm not exaggerating. As soon as they sit down, they get comfy. They settle in. You just hear, like, like bags being pulled out of a purse and, like, thrown at other people. And it's like, here's your snack. There's your snack. You got your snack? You got your, you got your snack? Oh, sorry. I got your snack. Here's your snack. <laughs> and you hear everyone in the theater, But they're not listening. They're, they just keep talking. It's like, oh, man. And it's funny because after the movie was over, and I got to point out the movie was very short. I did feel a little bit cheated. I guess you can say I wanted more. I thought, yeah, I, there should have been more to the movie. I was like, that's it? Come on. Show me more stuff. Um, but no, it ended up, it was like an hour and a half. And that was it. So I go to the bathroom. I noticed one of these mouth breathers walking to the bathroom in front of me. I was like, oh, boy. So I go to the stall because you never know what these mouth breathers. They can spring on you at any time without warning. I went in the stall. I'm taking a piss and I hear one of the fucking guys to someone else in the, in the, in the bathroom. Boy, I sure wish I wouldn't have wasted my time and money in that Lucy movie. God, it was stupid. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, dude, you just don't get it. Because, you know, to watch this movie, you have to be like me with <laughs> superior intelligence. Because you might get lost here or there. <laughs> no, it, it was cool, though. I, I recommend that one. Funny thing, dude, we, we were leaving the front uh, entrance of the theater. We get about 10 paces, and this young teenage kid goes, Oh, excuse me, can I have your movie stub? And I go, what? Yeah, can I have your, can I have your movie stub? I'll, I need to use the bathroom. And I look at him and I go, no. <laughs> He's so disappointed. It's like, dickhead, you can go into any restaurant around here and use the bathroom, you know. You don't need my movie stub. I know I know your game. I know what you're up to. And I ain't going to, I haven't fallen for it. You cheap bastard. Anyway, if you had to use the bathroom that bad, wouldn't you say to the, tell the theater, like, you know what, I got to pee. Can I go pee real quick? And they would let you. Stupid idiot. All right, let's move on to something else nerdy. A lot of nerdy stuff to cover this show. Let's get right into this thing here. I recently started a brand new Instagram account. Oh my God, James, are you talking about the Danger Hour account? No, I'm not. It's a different one. Oh, but what, what was the Danger Hour account, James? Oh, I see what you're doing. Well done, sir. <laughs> the Danger Hour account on Instagram is at the Danger Hour. Look how that works. Is it an account dedicated to Tom Selleck, James? <laughs> Tom Selleck. No. I just recently watched Three Men and a Baby last week. It's pretty cheesy, but goddamn, that guy, can, that guy can grow a great mustache, as if you didn't know already. No, that's not a Tom Selleck account. It actually is an account dedicated to Batman. Oh my god, James! Uh, why? <laughs> Because I thought it would be fun. Let me just put it out there right away. It's at Batagrams. At Batagrams. This is lowercase, by the way. B-A-T-A-G-R-A-M-S. At Batagrams. I basically was inspired by the last guest we had on the show, Omega Red. 
he uh he has his own toy account and he takes various photos of different toys because the dude likes carrying action figures at all times in his pockets so he'll just bring them out wherever he is and take <laughs> and take photos which is still funny to me oh man but uh so i'm like you know what this would be fun i should do something like along the same lines i'm not as as, as hardcore as this dude I'm not carrying all these different action figures in my pockets. Like I said, mine is dedicated purely to Batman. Now, I didn't go out and I didn't buy a new figure. I'm talking about I started it up with this. Uh, I have a Batman, a little mini Batman sitting on my speaker here on my desk who's been here for a couple of years. And I was like, you know what? It'd be, it'd be fucking cool just to dedicate this shit to Batman. A little, my little Batman toy. So I was inspired by Omega Red. Now, let me say something about this, though. This motherfucker, Omega Red, started talking some serious shit about me on his show, the last show, all right, in regards to this account. <laughs> After I invited him into my home and into the prestigious Studio 505 on the legendary podcast, The Danger Hour. After all that, in addition to that, I supply him with some high-quality beer, and the Nature Boy provides him with a fine cigar. After all of that, this is a thanks I get. This is how he repays me with utter betrayal. That's right. More betrayal. Everybody's betraying Mr. Danger Pants over here recently. With my wife, Chuby, and now this dude. Betrayal all around, and I will not stand for it. <laughs> here's the deal I don't really use this podcast as a platform to strike down other people only if it's in a friendly joking way like <laughs> Peterson <laughs> you know it's all out of love I don't want to ever attack anybody but right now I feel like I have to defend myself against some persecution I gotta stand for the right like Batman would do I gotta stand for justice on this guy's podcast, Omega Red, he's made a new segment with his co-host having him judge a topic that he presents. So he'll present him a topic, and this guy has to judge. He has to make a ruling on uh, whatever it may be. So <laughs> this guy says, Omega Red, and I quote, something I'm very upset about. <laughs> I feel like there's been a sudden explosion of other podcasters taking pictures of toys. Now, by explosion of explosion of the podcasters, he's referring to Peterson, me, and and Lido a little bit. That's the explosion, right? Now, I didn't know Peterson had two accounts. I knew he had one account with the Lego thing, which to me started off as it was supposed to be a podcast where you were supposed to lend voices about different characters, and and you know he even hit me up to do some voices for the show. But I guess Omega Red pulled out. But I guess Peterson wanted to keep the Lego theme going. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just make an Instagram account. That's the way I think that one happened. But yeah, explosion <laughs> of podcasters taking pictures of toys. All right. I jumped in. Fine. Now, he also says, are they stealing my ideas? That's what he says. Meanwhile... The dude is hyping my new Batman account and liking my photos. Now, that is something 
That's a little funny to me. Now let's, let's examine this here for a minute. I got time to kill. Why the hell not? First of all, I think I did my duty. I gave this dude public credit on multiple forums, social media forums. I gave him credit and shout out saying that he specifically inspired me to create this new Instagram account dedicated to my Batman mini action figure. <laughs> I even joked openly on this forum about stealing his idea, right? And included him in the conversations. The whole fucking thing was a big joke. I didn't think it would like upset the dude. I thought it was a big fucking, hey, let's, all, let's all fucking have fun with this, right? So I have to argue though that I really didn't exactly technically steal his idea because my account is dedicated strictly to Batman and it has a theme, okay? It's all about Batman and he's always pretty much upset. No matter what the photo is, he's upset for some reason, all right? His account features many different toys. It seems to have no uh, theme at all, just random shit happening, okay? Mine's very specific, <laughs> so it's different. Let me also point out that this motherfucker even said before he posed his little scenario to his co-host that he, it's not even his idea that he got it from, an, from seeing another Instagram account with some dude taking pictures of toys. <laughs> and then at the end of the segment, I'll just tell you how it wraps up. After all his little fucking spiel, his co-host says, he, had, he reveals that he has a secret toy account. <laughs> And suddenly, Omega Red is cool with it. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, okay. You know, I'm cool with it. Yeah, go fuck yourself, dude. All of a sudden. You go fuck yourself. Let me tell you something, Omega Red. I started this podcast three years ago. All right? I wasn't the first. And I'm certainly not the last. Because of me, specifically, I know of at least five other podcast that started up all right five and i and uh they told me hey dude because of you you know i'm doing this now for whatever fucking the case did i be am i was i angry and talking shit you stole my idea i'm doing a podcast why are you doing one too now <laughs> no because it's not my patented idea you know they're not stealing money from me they're not selling something and like taking my business Everyone has the fucking right to do what they want, all right? If you inspire someone to do their own shit, you should fucking applaud it and maybe even feel flattered because you get to see their own style and twist to it, all right? Now, if it's taking the formula exactly, all right, that's maybe like, dude, what are you doing? That's a different story. So let's talk about stealing while we're on that. Omega Red. Peterson from the Net Files has this uh, bit he does called The Hump Games, which Omega Red flat out stole, all right? And he, made, he put a little twist on it. It's the same fucking thing. He calls it The Bump Games. Thief! Thief! Stealing ideas! <laughs> Next one. Omega Red suddenly has a new segment, all right, in which his co-host judges a topic that he presents. You know, on the last show is when he did the first one where he attacked me. <laughs> that sounds a little familiar there, Omega Red. Hmm. Maybe like a gay or nay or an asshole thought or not. Oh, boy. Thief. <laughs> Stealing my ideas. 
And also on the last show, Mr. Omega Red now features a closeout segment called What's the Deal? Which he says specifically on that show, he took the idea from the Danger Hours Fuck You moment, among a couple other shows, how they close out their show. Ha! Thief! I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! Right? Fucking asshole. Yeah, you want to tell me I stole your toy fucking concept? <laughs> Here's the conclusion. Either Omega Red is a complete idiot and doesn't know what's going on here. Two, he's so self-absorbed that he doesn't even realize how much of a hypocrite he's being when he's stealing as well. Right? I'm not even going to say as well. I don't, I'm not going to say I'm stealing. Okay? I flat out said, hey, I was inspired by you. I'm doing something similar. All right? <laughs> That's better, right? <laughs> so, yeah, maybe he's so self-absorbed, he doesn't realize how much of a hypocrite he's being. That's another possibility. Or what about the last possibility, which I believe is probably the winner here? Okay? Maybe. This dude is just trying to spark some drama, rattle some cages with the Danger Hour and, maybe, and a few other podcasters that I've heard him trash on his show in some attempt to get some attention and to try to get more ratings for himself. Oh my God, that is disgusting, sir. I hope, I hope for your sake that's not true. Once again, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's for uh, comedy effect. I'm pretty sure it's for, hey, I'm going to attack you, you attack me. If so, hey, I think I did such, as such. But uh, I'm not taking anything personally because I think I've got truth on my side. And once again, I'm going to tell you, Omega Red, I like you, dude. I hardly know you. I've met you. I do like you. All right? I didn't, like, defriend you in anything, but uh, I have to admit, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself so hard. Right up your butthole. All the way to your guts. So hard. So hard. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. All right. Let's move on to something even more nerdy. But, Chance, I think you talk so much. The people forgot about your original plug. Oh, okay, good point. At Batagrams. <laughs> At Batagrams. Go on there and like all my fantastic photos of my little Batman and his wild, zany misadventures. And recently, some of his adventures included a little trip to Comic-Con. Oh my god, James! What? <laughs> Why are you so excited? You said you are not very nerdy at all. But James, it's just the hippest place to go at this time of year. All right. I can see you're all about the pop culture and just being seen. You little fruity pants. James, what are you implying? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. That's right. Exciting news. The Danger Hour has finally breached the Comic-Con perimeter. Finally. After years of trying, Super Dick's Super Dick, 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 fan favorite, Super Nerd, he has, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to say 
utterly failed in the past, as well as Lido and I in our, in our, in our valiant efforts to obtain tickets. But this time, this year, he, he finally got them. And, you know, I was busy. I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't attempt to grab tickets. So our chances were uh, limited. Anyway, he wound up scoring the three passes to this Sunday. And he's like, well, it's not the most desirable day, but, you know, at least we can go. So we just went this last Sunday, which was two days ago. Let me tell you all about the Danger Hour on location Comic-Con. First of all, went to Superdick's place, jumped in his fancy Superdick mobile, and we headed out to the beautiful Anaheim, California, right by Disneyland, to pick up the faggot Lido. That's right. We picked him up, and then we set out, set sail on the 5 South, the 5 Freeway, Southbound towards San Diego. That's right. Stay classy. So uh, it was fun, dude. Fun little drive. Didn't seem like it was long at all because, you know, if you're with a great company, time just flies on by, doesn't it? <laughs> we covered a lot of nerdy topics in the way. Various movies and whatnot. But that doesn't really matter. Let's, talk, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this shit. We get to Comic-Con. It's about 9.45 a.m. Comic-Con opens at 10. The streets are full of activity, riddled with uh, people in somewhat cosplay gear. Not very hardcore, though, but you see a lot of uh, nerdy t-shirts. <laughs> Some hot chicks right off the bat. It's like, uh-oh, all right, let's get into this. Uh, it was kind of a bitch finding a good parking lot because, dude, some of these places are outrageous. You know, they want to charge 40 bucks to park your car. $40. $50. So we paid 25 Walked in. Got our badges, we walk inside, and we enter the world. Oh, you know what? Right off the bat, dude, there was like a, what's the word? Like a prelude, you know? It's like right when we come in, we're out of laminates and bags. And they hand you like this uh, heavy souvenir book full of all this cool shit. And it's like, great, I'm going to carry this fucking thing around. All these bags they give you have these straps to wear like backpacks so you can load up with gear free merch, swag, if, you, if you're the one of those guys that say that, and you, you put it over your back so you don't got to worry about carrying shit. Because, dude, you find stuff on the floor, people are handing out comics, you just wind up accumulating all this stuff, and it's like, God damn it, there's nowhere to put it. So a, a bag would have been nice. <laughs> Anyways, we walk in. Let me just give you the rundown of all the bad shit with Comic-Con. My first time ever being there, didn't really know what to expect. We walk into the floor... That has a, I forget exactly what they call it. I don't know if it's called the main floor or something. I don't know. But it's it's all these booths set up to sell merchandise. This, and this fucking, this room it's in is enormous. All right. I'm talking about probably three or four, I don't know, maybe three football fields long. Probably the same width. Huge. Full of these booths. Uh, one actually one side, like it's a big rectangle. So on on the both caps, one cap is like artists, where you get to go up there and they you know so they sell prints and all that kind of shit. The other side is like a video game section, like all these new games. In between is a bunch of different booths. I think in the center like a DC booth was set up, and then Marvel's not too far away. It was cool because it was it was the 75th anniversary of Batman, 
I'm a fucking Batman lover. So there was a big display for Batman. I loved that shit. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to shit on the Comic-Con <laughs> in the beginning. Whatever, dude. So they had this cool fucking Batman setup. You see all the outfits. <laughs> that sounds gay. No, it doesn't, James. It's acceptable. No, yeah, maybe for you. James, what do you play? Nothing. All his bat suits from every movie on display. Uh, I'm not sure if they're the actual suits, but, you know, they're all life-size. And really cool to see that stuff. Props from the movie, different weapons, um, little models they have. I love little. I love the little models they do. Like little, uh, you know, they shrink them down the scale, but they're really detailed. Amazing stuff, man. Really cool. All this different kind of Batman shit. They got the statue from the end of Dark Knight Rises. You know, the statue they erect at the end. Uh, they have that. Uh, you can actually see a photo of my little Batman posing with that statue. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I got I got a handful of shots from Comic-Con with mini Batman at Batagrams, lowercase b. Uh, you can check that out. So that was great. I loved seeing all the Batman shit. Uh, let me go ahead and get into the bad stuff, though. First and foremost, by far, what makes Comic-Con the fucking worst is how many people there are. Way too many people. Way too many. It's it's not right how many people are in this goddamn place. I told you how big the space is. Even as big as that space is, I am not exaggerating. You're walking shoulder to shoulder with people, taking baby steps, constantly stepping on Super Dick's heels. All right? People constantly fucking, you know, hitting your your feet, stepping on your toes. It's ridiculous, dude. I'm not exaggerating. Shoulder to shoulder, baby steps. For a lot of the time. It's like, fuck, you can't even move. Barely. And and as you can imagine, in such tight quarters, there's some people that don't pay particularly close attention to hygiene. <laughs> oh, man rancid bo that like flares your nostrils like oh fuck rancid bo rancid bo at times oh james are you telling me that nerdy people don't have good hygiene (laughs) exactly what i'm saying so the downside of the of the um the large amount of people there number one the rancid bo number two you really can enjoy the cosplay because the people like you're like, oh, fuck, that's cool. And they're walking by you and it's like, you know, you're like a herd of cattle and you can't go back and like, hey, you know, let me take a look at you or, you know, just stop and check them out. It's like if you don't fucking see them as they're walking by for a second or two, you're going to miss it. And I, I really missed out on a few good photo opportunities because of that. There was this chick dressed up as this hot Robin. Robin. I missed out on her. Another chick dressed up as uh, the the fucking nut job by Heath Ledger Joker. Missed out on that one. Some dude dressed up as Batman. I wanted to have like all these photos with uh, little Batman, taking pictures with Batman-related cosplayers, right? I got a few of them at Batagrams. (laughs) This pretty hot Harley Quinn chick. I got this cute... uh, um, Poison Ivy, and I got this this uh, Catwoman chick. I wanted to do like a bunch of girls, all different characters, but I missed out because there's too many goddamn people. All right, and on top of that, oh, that was it, I guess. 
I just missed out on the photo opportunities because I don't want to say about that. But one good thing about the huge crowd, I was farting all day without even hesitating. Just fuck it. No one's ever going to know it's me and I don't care. I'm totally free. <laughs> I was just letting him go all day. But uh, also, what sucks about fucking Comic-Con and Super Dick, Super Dick, Dick, Dick assures me because he's gone a few times that it was never like this time, this year. The security at this place, dude, it feels like you were in a prison because, like I said, you're just walking around the whole time, like trying to look at everything, trying to get away, you know, trying to get away, get around. And if you stand still for a minute, it's like you're holding up traffic or you're in the way. And right away, they're like, keep it moving. Keep it moving. No standing around. Keep it moving. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Let me relax and, you know, take something in for a second. There's too much shit to look at. It was annoying. You can't stand still or you get yelled at. You can't sit down against one of the walls. You get yelled at. You can't stand up against one of the walls. You get yelled at. Keep it moving. No standing around. There was only a handful of places to eat. I mean, tables to eat. Like, I'm not kidding. Maybe like 15 tables. All right. With all that amount of people. Like per cafe they got there. Like 15. It's fucking not nearly enough space to sit down. There's this one section they have designated. You can stand against the walls so you can eat your food. It was like you're in the fucking prison yard, dude, standing against the wall, eating your food, with a, holding your plate up to you. God damn, it was horrible. I was so fucking mad. Besides that, the food is complete shit. All right, complete shit. And it's too far to walk out of the convention center to go to a restaurant. It's just too much of a big hassle. So, you know, you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, I'll eat something real quick. But, dude, the food is fucking shit. Like there's a hamburger, cheeseburger, hot dog, nachos. There's a sandwich. The sandwich looked like it was all right, but I seen chicken sandwich. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm expecting a grilled patty with some lettuce and tomato on a bun. You know? No. I get the fucking thing. They just spit them out like on a conveyor belt. Doom, doom, doom. Throwing them out nonstop. There's a line. It's like a prison. Grab your food. Move along. <laughs> I go to the fucking wall, open the wrapper, and it's two chicken strips on a bun. That's it. <laughs> oh, I was so disappointed. Oh. And one more thing, dude. All the security guards in this joint, I'm not exaggerating again. Every security guard is a black person. Male or female. I know why they do it. I'm not talking shit. Okay? I got a good friend that's black. So, right off, right off the bat... You know, I'm a good guy. <laughs> I'm not racist. That's my excuse. They pick the blacks because they're more, far more intimidating. All right. You, you, I think a smaller black dude is way more intimidating than a large white guy. I think I'm going to stand by that. Uh, now, again, I'm not being racist. Go fuck yourselves. You know this show. We make fun of everybody equally. They're, they're, they're loud. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you're standing. Hey! Keep it moving. No standing. Keep it moving. Come on. Let's keep it moving. And the girls are even the same. Hey, come on. Let's go. Keep it. Keep it going. Come on. <laughs> You're like, okay. All right. <laughs> so to be honest, dude, like after a couple hours, I'm like, you know what, dude? Fuck this place. What am I doing here? Fuck this place. I'm not coming back. That's how I felt. But, you know, later on in the day, 
it does kind of mellow out. Um, let me get into the good. The good part of it is, well, if you're like hanging out on the outskirts, like when you're eating your fucking lunch, you get to sit back and people watch better, and you get to uh, enjoy all the cosplay because that's like one of the coolest reasons to go to see the people that put the time and effort into these cool ass costumes. God damn, dude, some of these things are fucking nuts. All right, I'm sure you've seen the pictures, but it's it's just cool to be standing against the wall, eating some shitty food, and watching the crowd go by and like, oh, fuck, look at her. Oh, fuck, look at him. You know, you're with your buddies pointing out different shit. Like, oh, look at this guy. It's awesome, dude. Like, all of a sudden, you'll see some chick, like, super hot, half naked. Like, wow. You know, most of the girls shouldn't be half naked. They don't deserve to be, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> some girls pull it off. <laughs> it was awesome. James. What are the cosplays that you like the best? Oh, thanks for asking. There were uh, the two that stood out for me. There was this Mystique girl. She was all painted blue, had the red hair, and she had yellow contacts. She just looked fucking vividly awesome. Like her, her, the contrast that she had, the colors. Um, she was pretty, good body, like nice outfit. Looked like the, the Mystique from the X Men cartoon from the nineties. Just like her, exactly like her. It was amazing looking. Like, she just hypnotized me the way she looked. Like, fuck, look at that. She looks awesome. And the guy, the best guy I saw was uh, the dude from Hellboy. Like, a Nazi guy with a, with a metal-looking mask. Has swords coming out of his arms. Those Nazi uniforms are very impressive to look at. This guy was legit. It looked very authentic. It looked like the guy came right off the movie set. Incredible. I know he probably didn't make all the set or the uh, the whole suit himself, but nevertheless, it looked really authentic. So, uh, yeah. And also, the cool thing is, um, it's like once it it ends. And Sunday was an early day, five o'clock. The whole fucking Comic Con spills out onto the gas lamp district in San Diego. If you don't know what that is, it's literally, literally, right across the street from the con. And you walk over and it's just bars and restaurants and bars and restaurants and bars and restaurants all over the place. Cool little downtown area. They call it the Gas Lamp District because I guess they still have gas-powered lamps on those, on those streets. Natural gas. And uh, it's great. It's, it's like an after party. Everyone just spills over onto the streets. We walked over to this restaurant and got some food before we left. And, uh, you know, it was cool. I, I didn't want to. I wanted to hit the road. But Super Jake was like, oh, let's just go. And, you know, I'm glad we did. It was cool seeing the other, sh- the, the other shit going on. Some chick got arrested. <laughs> yeah, the cops are in full force. But uh, it's wild, man. It's really cool to see that. Uh, let me bitch and complain about one, more, about one more thing before I wrap this up. Before I wrap it up with a good thing. <laughs> the ride home, dude, took forever. Like I said, I'm in this training for work. I was worried. I had to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning. We took off at 7. I was like, all right. It'll take like less than two hours. I should get home in two hours and then hopefully be in bed by 9, 9.30. Didn't happen. <laughs> there was like accidents, fucking standstill traffic, like a parking lot. But it was funny because Super Dick was driving. And he goes, just wait, James. As soon as we get past these cars here... Once we get going, it'll be smooth sailing. He kept saying that, right? As soon as we passed the parking lot area and we actually started moving, 
all the freeway opened up. We're going at full speed. Every fucking time, Super Dick goes, See what I mean? I told you, smooth sailing. The fucking traffic would stop to a halt again. And it's like, Dick, stop saying it. Stop jinxing us. You know, there's no way my words are the ones responsible for this. It's like, Dick, every time you say it, it takes us out. You'll see. As soon as this this traffic clears up, it'll be smooth sailing. (laughs) And sure enough, the cars will start moving. We'd be going full speed. See what I mean? Smooth sailing. Dead halt again. (laughs) It happened like five or six times. And it was like an ongoing joke. It just made it funny, even though I was stressing out. And it, after a while, I said, like, fuck this. I, I laid down on Superdick's back seat in a Superdick mobile, and I went to sleep. I went to sleep, and I time traveled. I was home in no time. <laughs> but real quick, if you're going to Comic-Con, if you're planning on it, I think I've thought about it, and I think I can give you the perfect advice. I think a two-day trip is cool. For, for, this, for these reasons, I think you should get involved with the cosplay. I think that would be fun. It's a cool experience. Everyone trips out, especially with like kids. Kids like fucking dig it. I want to take pictures with you. It's just like a fun thing, you know? I would like to have like a really cool costume and uh, just for like half the day, walk the floor, you know, see people fucking trip out, take pictures together, the whole thing. Enjoy that part of it for half the day. The other half, I think you should hit up some cool panels because we we hit up a panel or two and uh, I was tired, dude. I was kind of falling asleep, but they were interesting, I guess. If you find some good ones, I suggest you do that because it is cool to go. It's sort of like behind the scenes. You know, you hear some shit you would normally hear. That's fucking cool. So I think one day you should dedicate it to uh, half cosplay, like, you know, walking around saying, like I just said, take pictures and all that shit. Enjoy yourself. Like if you have a friend, that'd be really cool if you have like a team. You and your buddies, like a team of uh, related costumes. That'd be cool. You get a lot of attention that way. A lot of fun. A lot of pictures. And then get some panels. Hit some panels up. Don't spend your whole fucking weekend doing that. You know, just throw a few in there. And then uh, go like on a Friday and Saturday. Friday night, go to Gasam District. Party it up. Hit some bars up. That'd be great. Have some fun. The next day, just take it easy. Walk the floor. Buy some cool shit. Look around. I think you'll really enjoy yourself. And then uh, you can even stay Saturday night if you want to. Head back Sunday morning. Don't bother with that shit. Just get the fuck out of there early. That'd be the perfect trip, I think. It's like a little getaway. Have fun in that great city. Get a little bit of everything in the con and get the fuck out. <laughs> because one day you can't you can't really appreciate it, you know. Even though like it was kind of miserable. But if you're like, yeah, I got two days. Fuck it. I don't care. That'd be worth it. So that's my... That's my advice to you. And hopefully I can do that shit next year. I want to give it another chance and do it right. So there you go. There you have it. Comic-Con. All right, let's move on to something else I did. Last weekend. Oh my God, James. You're just doing so many things. You've been such a busybody. (laughs) Yeah, you can say that. I'm living my life, boys and girls. I'm living my life. Now, last weekend, I decided, I told Monkey Boy, <gasps> I saw him on 4th of July. I said, you know what, Monkey? I don't see you enough. I enjoy hanging out with you. We grew up like brothers. We are like brothers. We're very close. Let's take a little trip together. Let's go camping, just you and me. Oh, really? 
Yeah, that sounds like it'd be fun. Because he didn't make it to Manfest. Manfest 2014! Ding, ding. So I told him, Dickhead, let's just go camping, you and me. I've never been uh, camping just uh, me and another guy. And I wouldn't pick anyone else but you, buddy. Let's go do that together. So he's like, all right, yeah, okay. So we went last weekend. Had a fucking blast. I call it Monk Fest because he's my monkey. <gasps> so uh, I took uh, Bobbert's lesson. We took a big big sack of balls. Forty Monkey bought the 48-pack uh, of balls, golf balls. We picked a spot that was close, that had a cool ridge along the outskirts of the campsite, campground. And we set up our balls in, in, the, in the first day. And we just fucking drove them right off the ridge there into the trees. Right off into the distance. It was, it was great. That's fucking so fun. Super fun. I'm telling you. You gotta do it. Um, before that though, we were out looking for some firewood before it got dark. It was a perfect weekend, dude, the weather-wise. It was overcast. Even started sprinkling. And I'm like, fuck, it's going to rain on us. This is going to be horrible. But it never really like fully rained. It sprinkled off and on a few times. But it was cool. We went out to collect some firewood. And uh, there's these dudes on this trail walking by. And then like, they stop. And I'm chopping this fucking, uh, this fallen tree. We're chopping, we're hacking the shit out of it. Chopping wood off. Perfectly dry wood, right? Perfect for firewood. And I hear these guys go, hey, hey, look out, guys. It's coming your way. And I look up like, what? And there's a fucking snake. I'm, I'm going to say it was like three feet long. It's fucking long. And it was slithering. And it was all, I think it was black. With a, with a bright neon green stripe going from the front all the way to the back. And that thing was so fucking fast. It looked like it was just gliding over the, over the top of the ground. It didn't look like it was slithering side to side. It was just gliding. And I'm, I've never seen a snake out in the wild like that. This thing, if it wants to catch you, if a snake wants to get you, you're not getting away. These things are fucking fast. And it went right by us and went, and then it was gone in no time, went into some hole. And dude, it was scary at first. It's like, oh shit, what do I do if it comes after me? I don't know what kind of snake it is. I don't know shit about snakes. <laughs> A little bit scary, but a little bit later, guess who happens to drive by in a little white truck with a rake and a, and a, and a trash can in the back of it? None other than Snowflower herself. <laughs> if you listen to the previous shows, you know the legend of Snowflower. She's the uh, manager of the campground. She drives up and she parks. She mistakes me and Monkey <gasps> for the people that were in the night before. Oh, have you decided to stay another night? Because it was past checkout check time. And I go, no, we just got here. Oh, well, welcome. How are you? And I said, you don't remember me? I was just here a while, like a couple weeks ago with my, with my little kids. Oh, sure. I remember you. And I said, yeah, look who I brought this time. My cousin. She goes, your cousin? Oh. Nice to meet you. She goes and shakes his hand. And I go, you know what? I've got a confession to make. He's not really my cousin. What? I'm like, we're actually here on our honeymoon. <laughs> and she goes, oh, good for you too. Just do me a favor. Whatever you do, 
Just stay in your tent so nobody sees what you're doing. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. <laughs> now she's looking at Monkey's arm. Oh, what do you got there? You got a monkey tattoo, don't you? And he's all, yes. She lifts up his sleeve and looks at the monkey. And he goes, what, what kind of monkey is that? It's from the game Barrel of Monkeys. Barrel of Monkeys. You know the old game where, you, where the monkeys hook onto each other? Oh, sure. I remember that game. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and then uh, she looks at my arm. What do you got there? And I happen to have on the inside of my arm, I got this uh, red rose. Oh, you got a flower on your arm. I go, yeah, it's a red rose for uh, mi abuelita. Oh, what's her name, Rose? And I go, no, she just really loved roses. She had some in her, in her yard, and she would go outside and she would smell them. Oh, that's good. But I'm thinking maybe that's not a good place for that rose. Maybe you should have got it on the outside of your arm. And I said, why? Why is that? Because if she liked the way the rose smelled, where you have the rose is not very, doesn't smell very good, does it? Because it's right by your armpit. <laughs> Dude, I want to hug this woman. This woman is fucking gold. Every time I run into her, I just want to give her a big hug, you know, and say, you know what? I appreciate you. If you guys ever happen to be in the Wrightwood area and you want to go camping, Go to this campground and please meet the legendary Snowflower because she will enchant you. <laughs> but James, what's the name of the campground so people know where to go? Aha! Uh -huh. Not so fast. If you really want to know, if you're really serious, all right? I'm not just going to blurt it out on the air here, all right? If you really want to know or if you have any other questions about any other thing, you can contact your old pal Danger at the email address, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Once again, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. I do not sell your email, all right? There's nobody else that looks at it. Yes, it's me that will read them and me that will respond. All right? I'm not going to sell your email address to some Chinese slave drivers all right i'm not going to do that i would never do that to you i hope at this point we've established some kind of trust and that you would put that information in my hands and know that it's safe with me and that i would never do anything to compromise our relationship so there you go at the danger no that's not it i always fucked that up the danger hour at yahoo.com do the right thing <laughs> so uh oh man that night oh no i, I fucking forgot something with Snowflower. So before she got into her Snowflower mobile and drove off into the horizon, she goes, Oh, just a reminder. Tonight, they're showing a movie in the amphitheater. And uh, if you want to, you can watch it. I was like, oh yeah, which one is it? Oh, it's called um, Dar. What? Dar? What? Dar. What? Dar. Keep in mind, I already knew what she was talking about like three what's ago, but I just want to keep hearing her say it. Oh, oh, Thor. Yes, I know. I can't say it right. Yeah, Thor. 
Every time I go there, I love hearing her try to pronounce these fucking movie titles. Oh, man. Then she sped away. Went on to the next one. But uh, that night, Monkey Boy and I did something else. I really hope you try if you're a real man, all right? If you're going to go camping with your buddies or your buddy, hit some golf balls off into the horizon, off a ridge, into the fucking trees somewhere. And, uh, oh, on a side note, a fun activity you can do corresponding to that activity is going on a nature hike to find some balls so you can hit them back into the woods. <laughs> get you some exercise, get you out into the fucking nature, to the wilderness, and it gives you a little mission. Everybody wins. That night, on the way up, we stopped at the general store. Monkey and I bought a small bottle, I think a 350, of Gentleman Jack whiskey. And we also bought, we splurged this time, boys and girls, we bought some $8.50 cigars. Oh my God, James, you're living the high life. (laughs) That's right. Fancy pants, pinky up. That's right. And if you know, those two ingredients are all you need to become sophisticants. Cunts, cunts. That's right, but we went fancy this time. $8.50 cigars. Total, James? No, a piece. Oh my God, James. Oh my God. You really are at the next level of our society. All right, relax. Yeah, it's great. Smoke your fancy cigar, drink your fancy whiskey, sit by that campfire, and you exchange fancy conversation. <laughs> But uh, the next morning, Monkey and I were playing some ladder ball because I kicked his fucking ass the day before a ladder ball. The next day, I want a rematch. I want revenge. We played five games the next day. It was best out of seven. I kicked his ass, right? But uh, Snowflower drives by one more time. In the morning, she makes her rounds. So? And I, I was closer to her, closer to the road, so I walked up to her vehicle. So how did your cousin do? Did he do okay? Was he scared? <laughs> and I go, at first he was scared, but all I had to do was hold him tight. And then he was okay. He calmed down. Did you have to pat his back? And I go, close. I had to, I had to pat his head. I had to stroke the top of his head. Then he calmed down enough to make it through the night. <laughs> and she smiles at me like, like, yeah, you're fucking awesome. I love it. And I was like, dude, this, this woman, she fucking gets it. I love it. She's got a great sense of humor. At first, I didn't realize that about her. Like I said, because the dickheads, Bobbert, got there early and started breaking trees down. So uh, I guess she wasn't in the joking mood. But but if, if, you're, uh, if you're a cool dude with her in the beginning, uh, she's awesome. Fucking snowflower. All right. Then she sped away again. <laughs> I walked back and Peter goes, oh, Peter goes, I heard you, fucker. I heard what you said. All right, that was Monkfest. Okay, enough talking about my extravagant trips and my fantastic life. Let's move on to uh, something I'm going to call... I'm going to share something with you. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Okay? It's a new business venture that I want to propose. I think it's a great idea. I think it can make me millions of dollars. Okay? Millions of dollars. 
Let me break it down for you. I don't even know where, where I came up with the, this idea. Oh, it all happened while we took off to go to Monkfest. We took off to the woods. It happened that morning. For some fucking reason, I got this idea in my head about obtaining a tank. That's right, a tank. <laughs> Here's my idea. It's going to be called Party Tank. All right? Hear me out. If you're having a party, maybe I'm going to say more for like a kid's birthday party. Hell, even your birthday party, it doesn't fucking matter. Because Party Tank knows no boundaries or limits. It's available for any activity you want to book me for. So you tell me the theme you want. All right? If it's a a kid's party, I want a Spider-Man theme, right? I'll slap, I'll get some big magnets. I'll slap some Spider-Man theme magnets on the tank. Lo and behold, you got yourself a Spider-Man tank. You pick your music you want. Okay? Whatever song you want or style of music, we'll, ha- we'll have that going too. Okay? So you have your party. I'm going to tell you. All right. What time is your party? Our, my party is at 12 o'clock. All right. At 1.30 p.m., party tank is going to arrive at your party and blow your fucking mind. And here's what's going to happen. You pick your song, right? Or your music. At about 1.30, you're going to hear it come up. The fucking ground's going to start rumbling. And people are going to be like, oh my God, is that an earthquake? What's going on? And you're going to be like, because you're, you're wise to it. You know what's happening. You're like, no, that's no earthquake. That's party tank. People are like, what? To the front yard. And you all run out to the front. Here comes party tank. Rumbling up the street towards your house, right? A big fucking tank with Spider-Man logos on it or whatever the case may be. You want yourself a Raider tank? I'll throw some Raider shields on that bitch. Here comes your Raider tank. Whatever you want it to be. It's rumbling, tearing up the street, right? Ruining all the asphalt behind it. It's path of destruction. All the while playing the music that you wanted. Let's say it's like a dance song. So like you hear the 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 party tank rumbling however tank sounds and you also hear maybe you even want some dubstep whatever it does here comes party tank everyone's getting excited oh my god party tank party tank stops right in front of your house right Meanwhile, the music's still going. It all stops. Slowly, the big, I don't know what party, I don't know what it's called in the front, the big gun thing. (laughs) It goes slowly. Points right at your house, right at all your guests, right at the birthday kid, right? And you're like, Pushing the kid forward. Daddy, I don't want to. Don't make me go forward. I'm scared of party tank. Never be scared of party tank. Party tank's your friend, kid. You push the party, you push your kid right in front, five feet ahead of everybody else. Party tank's lining up. Party tank stops. It's gun pointed right towards you, your kid, all your guests, your house, and it's quiet. There's a few seconds of flat silence while everyone's like, what's going on? What's going to happen? 
And all of a sudden, without warning, boom! A huge explosion. Confetti, streamers, uh, 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 ticker tape, balloons, uh, glitter, everything. Explosion. The music pops back on. The top of Party Tank opens. And out come these hot girls dressed in the theme that you ordered. Uh, Spider-Man theme? They're dressed in Spider-Man hot sexy spider-man chick outfits you know if they're if it's a raider theme they're all raiderette cheerleaders jumping out of the top everything there's confetti all over your house all over your lawn balloons are floating all over the place your neighbor's houses are sprayed with glitter the whole fucking thing is chaos the music's blasting all the while everybody loses their shit because of all the excitement all right, all the hot chicks are out on your lawn dancing. Party tank is in full force. <laughs> you fucking sit there and tell me you wouldn't pay to have party tank arrive at your house and blow everyone's minds. It's going to happen. It's a beautiful idea. You know you'd want it. I think just shock value alone. <laughs> And it could work for any party, all right? Just contact me. We can get we can get party tank to happen. It's going to cost you a pretty penny, but it's worth it. The only thing I got to do is find a tank, but that shouldn't be too hard. I could probably go to like an auction or something and get a good tank. But that's, you know, that's the first step. That's all I got to do. The rest is just obtaining the, the confetti and the glitter and all that shit. That's, that's no big deal. All right. Hire some hot chicks. Hot chicks are a diamond dozen. Once I get that tank, it's all fucking happening. All right. And you can either join the party tank revolution or you can sit by as it goes right past you into the future of party entertainment. Once again, party Tank! <laughs> party tank. All right. Party tank. Are you, are you paying attention? Are you excited? As excited as I am about party tank and the possibilities. All right. That's just the initial, that's just the initial idea. I really haven't put as much thought into it as I could. Shit. That could just be the beginning. Who knows where party tank could go. If you want a piece of this action... You know where to find me. DangerHour at Yahoo.com. Let's get the ball rolling, boys and girls. All right. <laughs> All right, that's enough of this. Let's start closing the show out. And like always, we start that with... I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy right fancy times everybody first fancy oh boy listen to this one this one's a little hard to believe <laughs> i mentioned before in detail about my new batman related instagram account at batagrams i'm gonna keep saying that <laughs> what i fancy is that the other day i was leaving the house and we, my wife and I were going to go get some dinner and then do something else. But 
so we were we were leaving. We're in the car. I put the car in drive. About to take off. <laughs> My wife goes, "Did you remember to bring your Batman?" <laughs> and I go, "No, fuck, hold on." And I start and I'm walking into the house and I'm laughing the whole time. I get the little mini Batman. I shove him in my pocket. I walk back to the car. I'm still laughing. And she's like, what? I was like, I just think it's funny that you reminded me. And she starts laughing. And then, uh, you know, I, the, I just fancy that. And I told her this. I, I fancy that she, that she kind of like got into it or, or you know, like, oh, do you remember to bring him? That, that she was funny. She's supporting this whole nerd thing. <laughs> and uh, that was awesome. And on top of that, I forgot to mention, I wanted to say earlier, but I got, I got so uh, lost in my train of thought with the rage, nah, with the Omega Red thing. Um, what I fancy about doing, uh, about doing this uh, Batagrams thing is that it adds like another piece of joy to your day. You know, it, it just, it makes life a little less shitty. You know what I mean? There's like a little something and you have this fucking thing in your pocket. And I'm sure it's the same for this asshole to make it red too. Uh, and whoever else does it. You just, you're doing something throughout the day and you just have this moment of inspiration. Maybe you see something, a sign, uh, whatever the case, a situation like, damn, it'd be funny if I got a picture of little Batman next to that thing, whatever it may be. And it's just like a little fucking extra thing, like a little bonus feature throughout your day. Where if you are inspired, it can bring a little bit more happiness than you wouldn't have normally. So you bust this little picture out or a little figure out. You take a picture and you're like <laughs> laughing. It is stupid, but it is funny. Especially if you're trying to like be sneaky and so no one sees you doing it. I know he gets off on letting people see him do it. But I try to be like a fucking ninja. Just get in, get out, get my photo and get the fuck out of there. I don't want anyone to see me. But... uh yeah, so it's funny, dude. It, it adds some some joy to your life. Uh, and then you get to edit or uh, put a caption in later and then post it and all that shit and share it. So it's fun. It's a little fun thing, an extra thing that you wouldn't normally do. So that's why I like it. Um, hey, man, any excuse to make your life a little less shitty? Why not, right? So fuck it. Everybody jump on board. I'm not like Omega Red, all right? I'm not going to say, oh... You heard it here, now you're doing it. Pfft. Whatever. The more the merrier. Let's see what you got to do. Let's see Let's see your style when it comes to this. So, I fucking fancy that. Just the uh, concept. Also, I fancy. The other day, like I said again, I've been on this work, stressing shit, training. And uh, it was my first week, a first full week of this stuff. And I was fucking, I had it with that week. All right. I was, it was Friday. The next day I was going to, uh, I was going camping with monkey. <gasps> so I'm like, finally, I'm done with this shit. I, I get to go. Um, we're down to one car now. Drop my wife off at work. Go pick up some, some food and some shit for camping. Pack all my stuff tonight. Pick up the wife. Hang out for a bit. Tomorrow I'll go camping and enjoy my weekend and not have to worry about and think about any work stuff. Right. So I go to my car Friday afternoon. I get in my car and my phone's in the center console. I take out my phone. I get a fucking message from my wife, text message. 
the plumbing is backed up. The toilets are all fucking overfilled or, or, or backing up. And I was like, oh, fuck. Friday afternoon. Ugh, day before camping. Ruined all my plans, right? I had to, first of all, call a plumber immediately to see if I can get someone out there. I call my normal dude. This happened before to come and clear out the main because the main... Every eight fucking months, like the tree roots down in the street, like 80 or 100 feet away, grow into the main somehow and cause blockage. Every eight months, I got to have it snaked through the main. So I call my normal dude. He's out of town for the weekend. He'll be, he'll, he can come on Monday. It's like, fuck. Yeah, I'm going to wait Monday. <laughs> There's no chance. I'm calling other people on Yelp, right? First person. My guy normally charges me $85 to come out and clear that shit up. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It is an expense I don't fucking need. But what choice do I have? I call one company. They want to charge me $135. And then uh, how much? Something, an extra amount of money per foot if they got to go past 80 feet. It's like, well, fuck you. I don't know how how deep it was. <laughs> that could be a whole lot of money. It's like, ah, never mind. I call this other company. They say, all right, $95. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. That's only 10 bucks more than my normal dude. When can you be there? At this point, it's 3.30 or close to 4 o'clock as I'm driving home. And uh, actually, to be honest, I stopped at a Starbucks because, you know, I know it's a brand new Starbucks. I had to take a shit. I got no plumbing. I know this new Starbucks has a new bathroom. It should be in good shape. And I usually know Starbucks have single bathrooms, not a bunch of stalls because... You know, it's not a high volume of people in Starbucks. So I was correct. <laughs> but beforehand, you know, she's like, I can have someone there within the hour. I was like, you know what? Great. Come, please. I go in Starbucks. I take a shit, drop my load, order my coffee because I'm exhausted after a long week. Go home. My wife has to go to work. So she takes the car. I'm stuck home. But I get home, dude, 10 minutes later, my, my, uh, my wife's gone. The plumber shows up. He fucking fixes the problem and he's gone within a half hour. That's what I fancy. I fancy. Now, you have to have that initial horrible feeling of, oh, fuck. You know, is this going to get resolved Friday? You know, are they busy? How long am I going to go without plumbing? What if my kids got a shit? What am I going to do? I got no car. I got to walk them to the park that's a little ways away so they can shit in that bathroom. A uh, big hassle. I went from that mindset to sweet relief. Within a half hour, this dude had me good and he's on his way. That's what I fancy. That feeling you get. Then I was able to... Although it did fuck me for my schedule because I had to go after my wife got out of work, which was late. I had to go shopping for food and packing and all that shit. Uh, nevertheless, I still fancy that feeling of being overwhelmed and then having that in that that quick relief of, oh, fuck, my problem's been resolved. There's no beating that shit. And once again, I have to say to all that stuff, I fancy that. All right. And now... It's time for the darker side of life. That's right. 
It's time for the legendary fuck you moment, and here we go. Fuck you! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! All right, fuck you moment. Let's get into it, baby. Baby dolls. Fuck you moment this week. I got two. First is... Do you, are you like me? Do you enjoy visiting fine eateries, gourmet establishments? Are you fancy like me? <laughs> I'm not talking about super fancy places, but you know, you want to go to a nice spot, eat some food. I'm not talking about some shitty fast food. I'm talking about some quality shit. So every now and then, every now and again, I like to go. My wife is a lover of food. Okay, she enjoys a fine meal, as do I, as does everyone, I would imagine. So, we go to uh, nice places once in a while. Last week, my wife, well, she's been telling me for a while about this place called Eureka Burger. I thought this place was like a regular fucking burger stand, you know. I've heard good things about it. We go, you know, it's in uh, downtown Claremont. On a side note, if you're a young gentleman... In your 20s, early 30s, and you're looking for a good-looking woman type. (laughs) Maybe you should try visiting downtown Claremont. Oh, boy. Let me tell you something. I was at that restaurant. We walked around that that little downtown area for like an hour. Two hours total I was in that city. Just passing through. I seen fucking large amount of good-looking women it was incredible dude and for that time frame for the amount of women i seen the ratio of hot girls it was it was up there up there i think that's uh i don't know if there's a college nearby or something i think there is but there's a whole lot of bars restaurants around there and i was talking to super dick super dick dick and lito this weekend, of course, uh, Comic-Con. And they mentioned there's a cool comic book shop there called... Uh, shit. <laughs> a shop called Quest, I think. Um, and Lito, Lito says it's a great place. And I didn't get to go in it because it was closed, but I, I saw it and I was like, oh, fuck. Could have got in there. Looked cool. A shop called Quest, I believe. All in that little area, dude. If you, if you want to make it out there on a Friday or Saturday, you're going to know what I'm talking about. You should take your woman out there if you have someone. If you don't, go out there to fucking meet one. There's all kinds of like little ice cream shops, you know, coffee shops. There's restaurants, bars. There's a little area they play live music. You can't go wrong. Check it out. Anyway, no, sorry, that was a tangent. So this gourmet uh, Eureka Burger place winds up being a little more upscale than I thought. And this is not a fancy, fancy joint, but it was nicer. It's a nice place. Okay, you walk in, nice place. Has a, has a bar in there and everything. You know, there's a hip crowd in there, the whole fucking deal. But I was like, wow, I didn't expect this. Now, the menu at this place says, you know, we use, um, you know, I forgot what the meat it says, like the high quality beef, you know, free range, something like that. I don't know. Free, free range, uh, blah, blah, blah. No hormones. Whatever the fuck it said. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. The place has enough pride in themselves to put that right in the front of the menu, right? Ask me why. And I don't know the answer to it, so don't even ask me. Why do they have 
fucking tap water. This is not the first time I've experienced this. It's happened at other nice restaurants that have good quality food, yet they serve you fucking tap water. Why? Fuck you guys. All right? My wife has a theory. She thinks it's because you're going to drink the water and you're going to be like, yeah, this is gross. I'll take a soda. Then they're going to charge you, right? I'll take a beer. Then they're going to charge you. Okay. I can see that. I actually will agree with that. Fuck you for that. (laughs) That's your angle. That's a bullshit angle. You know what? I don't care what restaurant you are. The least you can do is filter your fucking water, right? You know tap water when you taste it, all you out there. I'm going to go ahead and, and assume that listeners to this show are are very intelligent, highly sophisticated people. <laughs> like myself. <laughs> Just kidding. But I'm going to imagine that most people, if you go get some water, you're going to know, oh, this tastes like shit. You're not fooling anybody. Just take the extra effort. It's not that much more money, is it? To have filtered water? Go fuck yourselves, dude. Fuck you. It's the least you can do. (sighs) By the way, Eureka Burger was not impressed. After all the hype I've heard from a lot of people, I can say this with confidence. I can make a better burger than that night that I had that burger. No fucking contest. Not impressed at all. Right off the bat, I'm going to say Umami Burger kills it. And a place called G Burger kills it. G Burger, look that place up. That's a good one. If you're into burgers. Gourmet burgers. That's what it means, by the way. Gourmet burgers. <laughs> so uh shitty water at nice restaurants. Fuck you. Next up. This has been bothering me for a long time. I'm gonna say fuck you to car engineers, designers, whatever the term is. I don't care. Why haven't you thought about this? Maybe you have, and I'm just too poor to afford that particular car with that design. Why have you not found a way to prevent shit from falling between the seat and the center console in a car? If you're like me, okay, I'm, with, I'm at work, I'm at training right now, so yeah, I'm eating my lunch in my car. I'm bringing a lunch, I eat in my car. If I have a snack, if I got some nuts I'm chewing on, if I got some granola, let's say... I have some Cheerios. Yeah, because once in a while, I'll take a bag of Cheerios. Never fails. I'm dropping one of those fucking things, and it's going right between my seat and the center console on the side. If I got some coins I'm trying to fucking stumble with, I'm going to drop it right between the seat and the center console. If I got a french fry I'm eating, it's going right between the seat and the center console. If I'm using my phone illegally while I'm driving... I'm going to drop it between the seat and the center console. What I'm proposing. First, I'm going to say fuck you to that design because there needs to be something done. I'm not the first one. I'm not going to be the last one. I know know I'm not alone in this. I know a lot of you out there, especially with the fry thing, I know it happens a lot. So to you car designers, manufacturers, whoever you are out there. Okay, I'm going to also say, I fuck you. Fuck you. Ugh. All right, that was the fuck you, but I wanted to save my solution to this problem 
for after the fuck you because uh, that's my that's my angry my anger towards these designs of the cars. What I propose that is a simple solution is you put a piece of fabric between the car and the center console, okay? And it will stop anything from falling down. It's going to be a little barrier. I know what you're thinking. What if I want to adjust my seat? What will happen to that fabric? Good question. I think the fabric on the where your seat connects to the fabric should have like a little track so that when you scoot back, it slides so the fabric is not getting manipulated. Okay, it's just going to still be there, solid. And uh, it can go, you know, there's going to be a fabric that can, if you move your seat forward or backward, the fabric is still going to be there. Why don't you quit your day jobs and just focus on electing me to rule this country? Why? I got all the answers. If you listen to the show, you know I got all the answers. Day one, I'm initiating the penis valve. Day two, it's the national fucking time travel day. I'm talking about appreciating your car. (laughs) You go for a drive somewhere. Day number three is going to be this. This is where I get all this, all these cars equipped with the fabric prevention. <laughs> all right? The fabric prevention unit installed in every car. And it's going to be like, no longer will your fries fall into the abyss between your seat and the center console or your phones or your change and yada, 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 yada. I got all the answers, people. And I'm not afraid to use them. (laughs) That's going to do it for me. That's about it. Show is done. I've bestowed upon you many, many good ideas and some valuable information. It is up to you to utilize that information. I do have confidence that you will. I think you will. Ah, You probably won't. All right, that's going to do it for me. I think I've been rambling long enough. So I'm going to close this shit out and I'm going to say thanks for joining me, friends. I love you. Each and every one of you. On a strictly platonic level. And thank you for listening once again. And as always, I end every show with a hearty and heartfelt Stay dangerous, my friends! Later. Thank you.